0: Hey friends, welcome to PHNX Cardinals Podcast, Hard Knocks, Card Knocks After Dark. Hot Damn. This is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock. A nice, simple episode brought to you by one of the most disappointing stares I have ever seen in my GD life, Bo Brock. It was like <laughs> it was like a parent looking at their kid after they just flunked the math test, Michael Bidwell. Cliff Kingsbury, post Tampa Bay, you should have fucking run it on third and one with James <laughs> Conner, Cliff. That's that look. Where do we begin?
1: I mean, Michael Bidwill gets out his Christmas best velvet coat and he gets embarrassed. Up sixteen to six in the fourth quarter, and they can't pull that. Out. You got Mike Evans at the end of the game telling Antonio Hamilton, "Y'all had that one. Y'all had that one." And that's that's also what Michael Bidwill's thinking in his head right there too is. And behind Cliff Kingsbury, it's like Cliff Kingsbury's the son, and he's just telling his daddy, "Flunked out of college, he can't go back at Christmas dinner," and that's the stare he gets, right? Yeah. I mean, that if if a stare, if a if a picture, it's a thousand words right there. But Let's get uh, back pro- up,
0: Jacob, one more time. I need to see yeah. midwill Santa Claus in his red suit, ready to deliver <laughs> not presents but coal presents to the franchise in the form of a new regime. Call the Cliff Kingsbury. And that that look at just the body language on Cliff. No eye contact made. He knows his boss is two feet away from him, head on the head, looking down, right? Michael just dead stare, like you guys are an embarrassment. I'm gonna gut this bitch. No one's safe. Look at that face. I've never seen him look like that before. Ever. No, no. I mean, it,
1: it, they say a picture could say a thousand words. This one says two. You're mm-hmm. fired.
0: <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like Cliff Kingsbury. He's a good dude. He's a good man. Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't have one home win in 14 months. And again, I, I don't know if people thought you know spirited moral victory. No, losing is losing in the NFL. You know who likes moral victories? Losers. This team had that win. Third and one, fourth quarter. We saw it. Bo just talked about it. You ram James Conner, who you are paying a premium down the middle. You convert. You win the game. He gets cute again. Too cute to look at his owner right now. Tough place to be, Bo.
1: Do you think he got cute on that with the pitch because they were gashed by the pitch like the previous week? Like the, the Denver Broncos were able to get like huge, massive gains on a on a pitch. He's like, is is he that? As far as a play caller, he's like, hey, hey I'm going to steal Hatton from them. Like, yeah. 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 Like what it, Hackett's take, doing. <laughs> Taken from the guy who just got sent his walking papers. He just got pink slip oh, by. this
0: <laughs> here. All right. Oh, now he's out of the league. All his secrets are mine now. Right.
1: Exactly. I mean, this was, it took about 46 and a half minutes and and there it was. That was the reason you tuned in to hard knocks. And now it's why you're tuning in to card knocks tonight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, there, there was a couple of things that stood out, but I mean, after that, after that awkward moment, it was, it probably yeah. was on your screen. I mean, it's on Johnny Venerable's Twitter right now. And, it, and it, I think what, what's the runtime on that?
0: It had to have been at least 47 minutes because it felt like (laughs) it's at least ten, seven to 10 seconds. So full transparency, that that part aired. And I immediately was like, my wife is trying to talk to me. I'm like, please, honey, I have to I have to videotape this. I have to put it on on Twitter because a lot of people don't have HBO. And I God bless you who, who haven't even watched this and come watch us. That's, that's mm-hmm. awesome. I sent it to my dad. He's like, what's this from? When was this? And I'm like, no, no, no. This was right after Tampa. This was like three days ago. Um, So it needed to be shown. Showcase to the world. Like, if that's not an insight, and they're giving full clearance, like, if, if Cliff Kingsbury doesn't know J.J. Watt's retiring and Kyler Murray's having surgery soon, he sure as hell doesn't know that clip's going to be on Hard Knocks. I texted Bo, like, a third into the show, and if you were to just to sit somebody down that had no idea about the Arizona Cardinals, they would think Vance Joseph is the head coach. He's featured in like every segment. Mm-hmm. He opens like every episode now, whether he's walking with the other coaches or this <laughs> week talking about Buda Baker and J.J. Watt. And for good reason, he's, he commands the room. He's good in front of people. I do think he's a pretty good coach. Cliff's right. just like, mm-hmm. it. literally, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury could not be in this show less, Right. Yeah, you wouldn't know that these, these
1: these are the two guys that are leading the charge the last uh almost almost four seasons. And yeah. and they're not. I mean, a great point by Cardinals update. What about Cliff leaving the locker room before halftime? Pretty much saying, hey, get to Buddha, get to Buddha for uh him to kind of rally the troops here before yeah. going out and holding on to this and increasing this lead and beating Tom Brady. Buddha's gotcha. As he mentioned, Vance Joseph's the guy that's kind of leading the charge as far as yeah. the facility he's saying the things with substance saying, Hey guys, you got to put this on film. we got a yeah. future hall of famer and JJ Watt. We got a five time pro bowler, Buddha Baker, putting it all out on the line, putting every single ounce in like blood, sweat, and tears into their effort and trying to write this ship. Yeah. And you know, the rest of you guys, we can see, we can see you're out of position. We can see as far as uh, if, if you're not getting leverage. we can see if you're not giving effort on, on every single play. And we we just hear we see we see Cliff Kingsbury. We say at halftime, turn to Buddha for your for your inspiration before you go out there to the playing field. And then afterwards, when when he's got his owner right there, where he's got to say something, you know, a little profound. Say something with two games left. This is all you got. This is this is probably your last chance as being a head coach. This is your opportunity to say something that's going to inspire these guys and, and kind of take away from this brutal just catastrophic loss on prime time to Tom Brady, uh, a 10 point lead that you squandered. And all he's got is the same thing that we've seen every episode after every loss, there was nothing more to it. It was just an
0: empty message that we've heard before. And it's the same reason why they brought JJ Watt into Arizona. They needed better leadership. Michael Bidwell is like, we got to have better leadership. Maybe just get a coach that can command the locker room. I don't know. Our guy, Tyler Drake, Uh, posted this on Twitter, and it rings true. It's like, Michael Bidwell's in a lot of episodes now. Is that like Mm -hmm. to brace for the inevitable that's going to happen in two weeks? Like, hey, guys, let me slowly start to reintroduce myself to you, America, because you're going to be seeing a lot more of me when Cliff Kingsbury is gone. I mean, he had that speech to begin last week's episode. You know, Kime's gone, right? He gives the speech about guys cutting corners. And then this week, he gives – uh Cliff Kingsbury the stair and then kind of Vance Joseph. I didn't catch it at the beginning. I almost rewound it, but I didn't. Talking mm-hmm. about potentially I have to explain the the effort plays here. Like I can explain you're out of assignment, you don't know what you're doing. But I how am I supposed to explain this? Is that in reference to his his one on one or his two on one Cliff and Michael kind of powwow they do every week? Because I don't doubt yeah, it. I don't doubt I, that I, at all. I took that as hey guys. I have to talk to Michael Bidwell and you're making me look bad and you're making yourself look bad. Mm-hmm. That was uncomfortable. No.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. I, I think that's exactly what that is. And uh, I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, it was, you know, Cliff Kingsbury said at some point during this disastrous season that Michael Bidwell sits in it on Mondays film sessions with Vance Joseph and Cliff Kingsbury and watches it. And I'm sure, you know, they're pointing out and, and they're breaking down the film and looking at it and there's, they have to come up with a reason and why That's a, this a lot right of here. these, a lot of these plays. Yeah. VJ said, how the hell am I supposed to explain your effort? Basically. Thanks, Mike Maris. Uh, it's the, it, it, he shouldn't have to. Right. Um, yeah. And then you've got Sean Jefferson, you know it was great at the end very end what he was doing kind of educating people on the late great franco harris but also you know he was one of those guys i think it was during practice that was just trying to 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 get guys uh to to focus and 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 really kind of light a fire i mean and it wasn't just kind of like hey well we didn't get this one but we really want to get one before the end of the year like it was more than that there was some substance to it there was there was coaching going on and yeah. i feel like we We can't, you can have guys that are just scheme guys, right? You can have guys that just kind of build game plans and you can have guys that just call plays, but he can't be your head guy. Right. I just get the, Mm -hmm. like every, like the more and more we see this team and this brand of football, you see that that's not
0: a successful way forward. Vance is like, help me make my case for you. And it's like, Vance, there's three weeks left in this season. There's three weeks left of likely you deep coordinating this defense. Like I know you have to say those kind of things, But if we're preaching effort and they're not picking up what you're grasping, when a lot of these players have been under your guidelines and tutelage for four years, it's never going to happen. And I think that's what Michael Bidwell is slowly starting to find out or he's already found it out based on that stare. Let's see that stare one more time, Jacob. Uh, This is is the stare of a man saying, we are who we are. It's a broken product. I got to fix it. And what Michael Bidwell should just do from now on is just, I wouldn't make an appearance these next two weeks. I found out what I need to find out they're on the road. I saw something before the show that they have a one. I think somebody posted this. I can't remember who it was that they have have won in Atlanta in 30 years. So for everybody including myself that thinks this is going to be an easy wow. dub, uh it's it's been a couple decades since they've won in the old ATL. Um but I mean, my longer in the Minnesota I, I would I would say it's probably in the same ballpark maybe when wow. I can't remember them. They have two streaks Atlanta. like that? That's yeah. brutal. Oh, but it's, it is our, <laughs> our blessed Cardinals. Uh, Mike saying Cliff's body language at the end in the locker room, yikes, head down, eyes down, tail between his legs, right in front of a I think he's just, what can you even say at this point? You're, mm-hmm. you're a lame duck in, in all actuality, you lost your quarterback. I'm sure Cliff based on the ESPN article feels like no pun intended. He's not playing with a full deck. Thus he can't succeed. He doesn't have the guy who hired him that, that, push form and, and Steve Kime. He didn't have a relationship with Michael Bidwell four years ago. And then he just had a press conference. What was it? Eight months ago, signing an extension with this guy nine months ago. And now they're in a position where he's going to lose his job. And so is the GM. It's unprecedented yet a hundred percent. Absolutely necessary. You can't lose this much. You've become like, we laugh at the Browns and the lions because they're big time joke franchises. You've mm-hmm. become the lions. This is yeah. what the Lions do. The Lions have one home win in like a calendar month. You want to be the Detroit Lions or do you want to fix it? Because if you stick with status quo or even somebody texted me before the show, and I don't want to get into the whole coaching dilemma and what they shouldn't do. and you, The last two coaching hires you've made are guys that have not been head coaches before. You can't do mm-hmm. that again. You need to hire somebody who's been a head coach that's commanded a room. And Steve Wilkes may be benefiting even from that shit year with the Cardinals now in his interim right. basis with Carolina. Uh, that, to me, it, you have to, even more so than a specific side of the ball, even more so than your resume, Ben Johnson scoring all these points, D'Amico Ryan coordinating this defense. Mm-hmm. you got to pick somebody that can lead men because you don't have that now. Yeah, it's uh. Th-
1: but I, I mean, your as far as your candidates, I mean, the one I know, we all want Sean Payton, uh, yeah. Jim Harbaugh, who's in town for the Fiesta Bowl and the College Football Playoff. That would be great. But yep. then you start to look at it. If you're looking for experience, I mean, you have to really kind of open things up. That that probably brings back a guy who hasn't been a, a coach for a long time, like Jim Caldwell, right? Yeah. Last time we saw him, they should have hired him from for part of the last off season. I mean, you'd have to st- to start digging into that. and I don't even know if, if the if the organization would go that route at this point, right? I mean they're they're gonna try uh, again and it's it's gonna be because he's probably gonna be doing it uh, with what he learned f- with time, and and you wish wish you would learn the lessons uh, throughout these the processes that have been failures. Uh, but you you, you you don't know. you don't know. I mean, everything he knows about hiring a coach he's done hand in hand. With Steve Kime. we'll see what Adrian Wilson and Quentin Harris potentially could bring to the table. But they're also guys who have worked uh, under Steve Kime most of their careers. So I, I know that I've preached before that you you can't like completely buy into that that they can't be successful just because they've worked for Steve Kim. But I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that th- it's just very limited as far as player
0: or head coaches that are available. I know. Or I know that that have I experience. experience especially because you can't for the life of you go to the college ranks and get a a college head coach again, like cliff. You can't, I coordinators that haven't been head coaches. I I would say this is a very big challenge for a first time head coach to come into this team based on the toxicity that's surrounding a lot of these pieces of this franchise. You need, that's why we keep talking about it, a plug and play and Sean Payton we're gonna to continue to harp on it. Went to New Orleans and overcame Hurricane Katrina, and immediately put the New Orleans Saints on the map and elevated everybody. I mean, some guys are just made for these kind of situations. And Michael Bidwell, you can't go cheap, right? And you and mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can go internally either. I love Adrian Wilson. I hope that you know if he's given an opportunity, he's given a fair shot. But I also think that if you go Adrian Wilson or Quentin Harris, especially A. Dub in this specific mm-hmm. instance. You're going with somebody that you feel like, well, the fan base is going to back me because they love a They're comfortable with that. When in reality, we talk to most people, people in the chat, we all love Adrian Wilson. We want him to be a part of the franchise that, I mean, you, you don't have this kind of streak of losses on and off the field and expect just to promote from within. Right.
1: And I don't think, and this is no like disrespect to Adrian Wilson. I, I don't, I think if you let him leave this building, this organization and he goes on and he takes the next step as far as the front office. And obviously yeah. a scout, like, are, are people going to be like, Oh, he was the one that got away. He was going to be the one that was going to turn around this franchise. I don't think, I think he can go. I, it's not like him leaving as a player and how, how defeating it was when he went to join the new England Patriots. Cause he felt like that was going to be something where it was going to burn you. It didn't at the end of the day, but I just, I think as far as, the the fan base wants just a a fresh look at this, wants some fresh new ideas and something completely different that they haven't had since 1994. It's absurd. They haven't found an external candidate as far as the front office goes, the GM position since 1994. So uh, I love it. Cardinals update speak Sean Payton to Arizona into existence. We've got some updates as far as uh, Payton, um, just kind of reading different things, pro football rumors. You've got uh, we, pro football talk and Mike Florio, his take on it today. You know, is, is there a reunion in the works as far as New Orleans? We'll definitely get into that. But let's get into the conversation about our PHNX Tea Party that's going Ooh. down. It's happening January 13th, Dobson Ranch Golf Club. It's going to be an unbelievable event that you have to get yourself too. You can bring the family to kids, 10 and under play for free, free youth clinic going on. As I said, January 13th, that's a Friday at five 30 food, drink, merchandise contests and prizes. We're going to have all sorts of things going on. They got bays where you can, you know, tee it up with us. You can see how long you can hit it. You can see how accurate you are with, with the irons get out there join us at dobson ranch in mesa with for the PHNX tea party you can register today we got a link in the show notes if you're a diehard you can save some money on that as well and it's brought to you by our friends at four peaks so you're gonna have the delicious four peaks brew out there as well big thank you to them And if you're looking for a place to watch the final two weeks of the nfl season go check it out at four peaks get some great food great drinks great atmosphere and get your tickets to the PHNX Tea Party in the
0: description. If you're wondering what the line is, again, if you weren't on our earlier show today at 4 p.m., PHNX Cardinals live. Cardinals are a three-point underdog at Atlanta, and uh, you can dabble on that game if you so choose on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I have not been able to find a J.J. Watt anytime touchdown prop, but I think it's Mm -hmm. coming. Shane said you know, he knows some people at DraftKings. He's going to make some calls for us, but in the meantime, what you have to do uh, really ahead of Cowboys Titans tomorrow. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Place a five dollar bet on any NFL team to win their game. Just five bucks. If you're a new customer, get a hundred and fifty dollar bet instantly in free bets. So you put five bucks on Dallas tomorrow. They win. Boom, one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly into your account. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See those show notes for. Details. We're keeping the party moving here on Card Knocks after dark. Bullbrock, Johnny Venerable. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are there two episodes left? We got one next week and then one. Do, do we get a week after episode, even though the season's over? Do you think I that believe could, so? The, the crescendo Black Monday mm. crescendo episode. That is yeah. That that is the that's got to be the most anticipated episode today. date.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely got to go down, kind of wrap up everything that we saw. The final game, obviously, will be on the road against San Francisco, and they'll kind of just do a little exit interview, at least from what I remember against the Colts or for the Colts last year. And they didn't have any firings or anything. Frank Reich yeah. uh, was retained, uh, even though they had a disastrous season finale where they could have punched their ticket the postseason and couldn't beat Jacksonville at the time, uh, who it was uh, – they had an interim coach because they had fired Urban Meyer before yeah. the end of the season. So uh, it, it, this one could be this is the second season of in season hard knocks. So could be the most uh, dramatic if if there are changes come January 9th.
0: Interesting enough, uh, we've got Han in the chat. Great name, Han. Bidwell needs to stop hiring and keeping friends and family. His mm-hmm. father made the same mistakes. Hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's I get to work with my close friends here at PHNX, but I made them through PHNX. Huh. I didn't bring them with me here. I'd want to fire everybody I know if they were on PHNX <laughs> Cardinals with me now because they'd be so upset with me on PHNX Cardinals because this team can't get it together. And none of us would keep our composure like Bo Brock. But, you know, in all seriousness, I remember Bill Bidwell. It was it was in the family, right? It was kind of like what Jerry Jones has done with with, uh, Stephen Jones, right? It's like all his sons and kids and nephews are all dabbling in the draft process, and that's why that situation is so chaotic. Michael's in a unique position. I mean, he's not married, doesn't have any kids, right? He's close with his family. He's got a sister who helps out with the organization from time to time. But, like, he could literally say, nope, I'm going to get all new business associates, new business partners, bring them in, right, and let them run the show And I'm going to delegate to them. And I really do Mm -hmm. think that that, that's the best way for immediate success. But, Bo, you've talked about it to me before. The Cardinals don't have like a once upon a time John Elway team president. They don't have somebody like Mm -hmm. that. They've got a bunch of kind of business partners, associates, maybe some people who are dabbling in the football operations that shouldn't be. And then there's a kime and a cliff and everybody else. The organizational structure for the Cardinals is unusual. And that's Mm -hmm. something else I think a lot of people feel like needs to be fixed. Yeah. I mean, we'd love to see it. I mean, it it's one of the things that you didn't really think about because I mean, I've
1: been around this organization now this full season and as far as you don't think that they lack the president. That's, that's the role that's assumed uh along with being the owner. And, and yeah. it was Michael's uh title until his dad officially, you know, it did, did pass away last year. So, uh, it it's something that you, you you would hope that this organization is just trying to get more people in there instead of this being this like two person brain trust that has been for far too long, where it's been Bidwell and, and then Kyme. and yeah. then when we talked to Josh Weinfuss on ESPN after the ESPN, or from ESPN about his bombshell report with Jeremy Fowler and said that you know for for weeks Kime has been pretty much uh, a wall for the most part. We you yeah. asked where has he been and he <laughs> said we, we no don't we don't know.
0: We don't know. Before his, and, before his leave of absence. That's right. important and, to know.
1: And before that, Cliff Kingsbury, according to Winefoots and ESPN, he felt like Steve Kime was no longer a resource. His general manager was no longer a resource to him, the head coach of a football team. Uh, it, it's just absurd. And to not have anybody else in the building to say, hey, what the fuck?
0: Right? I mean, is, How about is, that is, comment he- when Kime and Cliff went to Michael earlier in the season and asked for something and we're yeah. code. You have to wonder, maybe Michael made a decision there. Like I've made a mistake. We're going to mm-hmm. let things play out this year. You're not getting more money to sign. Whatever you're not getting future resources. I mean, God love him. We were, we were clamming for trades before the deadline and who knows right. maybe Michael Biddle was behind the scene, like more trades. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a ham sandwich for Robbie Anderson. You guys right. can't win a game. Playoffs. Right. I'm, trade I mean, line. I don't disagree with that. I mean, is you look
1: at the coach and his the quarterback that they just signed to a massive extension, the biggest in the history of the franchise. Yeah, he was playing his worst football to date, and then you had the GM who just whiffed on a, on several trades. Drayvon Mullen couldn't get on the playing field at all. I, I mean, I mean, the, every, it it wasn't he didn't have the opposite of the Midas touch. Whatever he talked, he touched <laughs> turned the to shit. And for them to like have the audacity or, or the confidence to go up and Hey, Hey Mike, can we, uh, can we get a couple of cap dollars to yeah. pull the trigger on this and, and sell some more draft capital? He's like, no, the the team that you just asked for this entire off season and all the extensions and all the players, they're not performing. Get that right yeah. first. And it's probably the beginning and the end a complete speculation on our behalf. But, uh, more, more speculation real quick. As far as the, cause this is the card knocks, hard knocks episode recap, JJ yeah. Watt kneeling in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the locker room post game. It feels yeah. like he was going to say something, but we didn't see it at all. Do you think there was more to that? Do you think he was telling the guys that was his final home game? That's not, it would go against whatever, everything we heard today at the press well, conference. No, to- as-
0: no one tells the truth to the media at this, at this facility. We know that right. we get, we get told lies left and right. Uh, where somebody were, we're not considering a move. And then two minutes later, you leave the facility and a move is made. Right? right. So, right. I, I think it's, I think everything's on the table. I think, I think there's a chance JJ Watt addressed the team, but I mean, who, who knows? It did even seem appropriate to do, maybe there was some rumblings, but then like the Jesse Lucchetta video, when did that come out? When did that go down about him, you know, getting <laughs> his wisdom teeth pulled and, and, uh, did that happen on Monday?
1: Now, hold on. Let, let's get, let's set this up because let's give it some proper due because I'm this is hilarious. Show. Yeah. Right. No, it's okay. It's, it's perfect. It, you somehow stumbled your way into a transition. It was nice. Uh, so JJ <laughs> Watt at his, at his retirement press conference today told this hilarious story about rookie linebacker, pass rusher Jesse Lucetta at Penn State, late round draft pick for the Cardinals. And he found out that, that, uh, that, JJ Watt was retiring as he woke up, woke up from anesthesia after getting mm. his wisdom teeth pulled. And this uh, producer Jacob, who's, who's, uh, behind the scenes to tonight, he's got the video. This is JJ Watt breaking down this weird exchange he had with Jesse Laqueta on Tuesday after he announced his retirement on social media.
0: So then I'm like, I laugh my ass off. I mean, I'm dying laughing. So I FaceTime him, and he answers, and he is still gone. I mean, just completely gone. And I'm like, Jesse, what the, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I just want Jersey, And like, he's just like, he can't speak whatsoever. And then, like, four hours later, I get a text from Jesse. He goes, he goes, I still want that jersey, man.
1: He goes, but I'm sorry for the call. They had literally just told me when I woke up from the anesthesia that
0: you're retiring. <laughs> and I, was like, it, I mean, I, when I tell you, I was dying laughing. It was the funniest. I'll see if I can get him. I'll get his permission to give me the clip because it's gold. It's gold. So Jesse, look at it. More. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah, and there's more to it. You can see it on PHNX underscore Cardinals Twitter. Um, you've got it, it's about two minutes worth. And he just goes through this whole thing because he, he posted on social media and then he's, get, he's his JJ Watt basically says he puts his phone down for a while. And it just explodes, right. With every outpouring of responses yeah. to this, to him kind of dropping a bombshell. And then, uh, and he's getting his random, he got a voice text from Laqueta and because he's got yeah. cotton ball, cotton balls in his mouth and he just had his wisdom teeth removed. He can't understand what the hell he's saying. So, he, like, he tries to FaceTime him, and JJ is like, "I don't know this number. I'm not picking up the FaceTime." This is rando, and then next thing <laughs> he knows, like, it's Leketa. He texts him, and he finally FaceTimes him back, and that's where we picked yeah. it up. And he and he's got like, he talks to him, and he, he's still just completely like mollywopped by the anesthesia, and like, it's it's the David viral video. Like, is this real life? But it's it's Cardinals rookie linebacker Jesse Leketa.
0: It is real life. You know what else is real life? Uh, <laughs> I checked over dot com. We were speculating uh, Robbie Anderson's cap hit next year uh, twelve million dollars. Speaking of a midseason trade acquisition that has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah, uh, but there's no dead money, right? They could just they just cut him, right? Right. Yeah, he won't he won't be returning. So that'll be Cody Ford gone, free agent Trayvon Mullen gone, Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. likely gone. Uh, Cardinals update: If you weren't a fan of the NFL and watched Hard Knocks, you wouldn't know Kyler. $250 million quarterback wow. for this team. You'd think Colt is QB one. And I, and I believe that that has nothing to do with the injury. Like he was barely on the show when he was healthy and playing. And yeah. I know he's missed time and he missed the Mexico city game with a lower body injury, but man, it's like the two most prominent people within this franchise cliff has now been overshadowed by Vance Joseph and Kyler Murray has less runtime than like somebody like Will Hernandez with all due respect, or I don't know, like uh, Antonio Hamilton, certainly mm-hmm. like you would never know it. We, they might as well have done cards, knocks hard knocks during training camp. Cause you're not getting the star players anyway. You're not getting caught. Ky- we wanted insight into Kyler Murray. And we know Kyler Murray was around the team recently. He's not in the film room. He's not in the QB room. Did you think that was odd by the way that when they were prepping for this week and Kyler's not there, is that normal for a player? Cause I'm watching that. I'm thinking to myself, he hasn't had a surgery yet. He's not in rehab. Mm-hmm. He's been around the team should he be in like the film study room with cold and trace and those guys like helping him get ready? Or is that not yeah. normal? I, I I couldn't tell you. I mean, you, sometimes you'll see injured players uh,
1: stay away from the team. And we, with this team, you've seen it for the most part. I mean, Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh, but those are guys who are vets. And those are guys that have been IR'd uh, way, way long ago. So I, yeah. I don't know what the philosophy is on that. Byron not, was IR'd. He was, he was in the, the- he was,
0: yeah, we did room. see him.
1: Uh, I mean he was just IR, wasn't he? Like last week. Yeah. So he was IR during the week and, and maybe there's a team.
0: It is <laughs> this team, man. Somebody That's in the, in the th- chat, Mike says in the chat, Coogler, Sean Coogler had more FaceTime than Kyler <laughs> Murray. It it listen, you can't get the higher and lower for Kyler Murray's finale on hard knocks, but you can take the higher and lower for underdog fantasy points for Cardinals at Falcons this weekend. Let me tell you. Underdog Fantasy does daily fantasy sports different. None of this hogwash, year-long fantasy garbage where you're stuck with your same starry-ass team from August to January. No, no, no. Draft your team daily against five of your friends and the highest-scoring squad for the night wins that cold, hard cash. Draft up to six NBA players with no positional limits. And bang, you're rocking and rolling with underdog fantasy. Like, will Devin Booker hit the higher-end points? Well, he's not playing. How about DeAndre Ayton, who's having a big game Tonight, it's super easy to get started. All you got to do, go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with promo code, you guessed it, PHNX, and get this. Underdog Fantasy is going to match your first deposit up to $100. So you put in a hundred, bam, you get out a hundred. Only with Underdog Fantasy, only with PHNX. Promo code using Underdog Fantasy. Get in on the action today, Bo.
1: We had some family in town for the holidays and we realized the error of our ways as far as what <laughs> we lack, as far as a guest room. We're going to have to yeah. hook things up. Our guests, we got to take better care of them going forward. And the way we're going to do that is our friends over at More Furniture. More furniture, I thought, you know, we had more furniture, I had our living room dialed in, our dining room was looking good, and our guests were, they loved it until it was time to go to bed. And, and then like, the water bed. Yeah, then, the, then it was there's swish swashing around. They were on the high seas all night long and they're tired of it. They want us to upgrade our furniture. The best way to do that right now is more furniture. It's actually only it's always a good time to check out what's going on at MORfurniture.com, more furniture.com. They got the white glove glove delivery. You received our office furniture that way. They they Bring it in. They do all the heavy lifting literally for you. And they set it up exactly how you want it set up. They don't just slap it down on your doorstep. The white glove delivery, they'll bring it right inside and they'll set it up. Get that perfect feng shui that you need for your living room, dining room, Ooh, your bedroom, already. wherever it might be. I don't even know what it means. I just I've I've heard it a long time you and said I've said it. And I just just regurgitated it. But all thanks to more furniture. I'm gonna be a better host for any guests going forward. Check them out. Morefurniture.com.
0: It's funny. I love when you do those reads because slowly but surely we we just migrate from one bobrock room to another, <laughs> another of your house as you continue to redo everything. So damn affordable furniture. It is. Dylan Richard, Johnny, I was hoping you would get another fuck from Bidwell tonight. Uh, <laughs> listen, I feel like that's coming. You lose to Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati with a rag arm. And God love Desmond Ritter. He's a great college quarterback. You lose to this Atlanta team. I mean, is there a chance, Bo? We didn't talk about this on PHNX Cardinals. We'll get into it now. You lose, you lose Sunday, no matter if it's by three or by 30. Is there a chance he could get fired before the finale and you just make Vance Joseph the interim? Or is that a completely wasted effort? And you just, no matter what, he's guaranteed these next two weeks. I mean, we were saying it earlier this
1: season when we were speculating on this because it's been such a disastrous season. Uh, you know, you've got like a Spencer Whipper, Whipple, right, who, who kind of ran the show, at least on the offensive side of the football against Cleveland, and yeah. that was very successful, right? That was a big win last season. Uh, you got Cam Turner, who probably knows this in, this offense as, as well as Cliff. Uh, but. You know, you've got Whipple now run working with the running backs. You've got your old yeah. tight ends coach running with your offensive line. You've got Cam Turner, who's pretty much the guy who's running the quarterback room. And then uh I know you'd be like, Well, Cliff, what would you say you do here from the two bobs in the office space? But I, I just think at this point you're so close to the finish line, right? And just just ride this thing out. And if you're bidwell like, do you, do you, at this point, do you do you want to win? Do you want do you how much does it Does that do it for you as an owner? Uh, I mean, you
0: don't think there's any benefit to go into Vance and say, hey, I relieve Cliff of his duties. We're going to have whomever call plays this week, but you're in charge. I want you to lead the team into San Francisco, the game plan so I can evaluate you and everybody else. But I just feel like for me to get my best look at you, or is that insulting with one week left? Did that need to be done around the bye week a couple of weeks ago?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's, that ship has sailed it, at this point. You just ride it out and then, and you figure it out, it, but you be re- You have to be ready, right? You have to be ready because we already see uh, there's blood on the water, in the water for Sean Payton. So many suitors already kind of lining up, uh, putting on their Sunday best to, to have their meeting with, with Sean Payton, including his old employer, current employer, whatever you want to say, it. he's under contract with the saints through 2024. So um. Yeah, man. I, I we should let's 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 touch on Sean before we get out of here. Let's touch on D Hop before we get out of here. But one thing I want to point out, one last thing from this this hard knocks episode is the toughness of Buda Baker. My God, yeah, yeah. The, the the guy. In an, what's he? He kind of got tripped up over Zayvon Collins, right, and fractures his shoulder. And he, Doesn't he didn't even grab his
0: shoulder. No. Yeah. Didn't, didn't miss a single
1: ball. play. Didn't miss a single play. They show him hitting guys around the goal line, you know, just a few plays later. I mean, we don't deserve Buddha Baker. And, and the two guys that were singled out by Vance Joseph to kind of open that episode, J.J. and Buddha is like, J.J.'s retiring, and now Buddha Baker is like, he's one of one on that team. And that's that's really unfortunate. Like, going forward, I know that people want a whole lot of change, but you've only got one guy that's like a dog on your defense right now. Uh, Zach Allen is a guy that's going to hit free agency and then outside, like you like Jalen Thompson, right? He's he kind of had a quiet year, but still steady. But I mean, as
0: far as like true dogs, you've got one of, of 11 defenders. I was thinking about it today. Like, I think the secondary has been pretty damn good this year. Uh, I'm not saying the defense has been good. They've been giving up a lot of points. But like, I don't, when was the last time the secondary outside of Mexico City, they got torched for like four or five passing touchdowns. It hasn't really happened this year. So I, I actually like what they lo- have in the back seven led by Buda Baker, but you're mm-hmm. right. Like everybody wants to annoy Zach Allen. And he's like, he's not JJ Watt jr. He's benefiting. I think by playing next to JJ Watt and learning from him, but is he a dog? Is he an ass kicker? Is he a, you know, a battle it out guy to the end? What do you call it? Like a trenches kind of guy that you want to go to mm-hmm. war with. Or can you find somebody better this offseason? And if you can and they cost more, you, then you you pay a premium for a premium. Because I think with all due respect to Zach Allen, I think the Cardinals could do better. I mean, just the Cardinals have never been able to consistently stop the run with Zach Allen in the lineup. And you could say that's a, that's a difference of defensive philosophy – and it's, it's a plague by Vance Joseph's 3-4 scheme, okay, well, whomever's the next defensive coordinator, I'll let him watch two years' worth of tape on Zach Allen and Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, and he can make an assessment if and when and how to play them. And if Zach Allen is worth bringing back, the new defensive coordinator could come back and say, I don't want Byron Murphy or Zach Allen. I want my own guys from my own team who are also in free agency, or I want these players in the draft. And you're, you're giving up 32 points a game. Part of it is on the players. It's not just on Vance Joseph. I, I've seen Vance Joseph coordinate enough top 12 to 15 defenses. I'm all right with that, but let's do it. Let's get into the Sean Payton stuff because, mm-hmm. well, there's a lot of mixed messaging right now. Mike Florio, yeah, he's good at his job. He loves to stir the pot over at Pro, Pro Football Talk. Every other day, my guy, Bo Brock, is credited with an article at ProFootballTalk.com, but here's what I will say. Um, I, I do not think there's an opportunity for Sean Payton to return to New Orleans. I'll tell you why. You don't give okay. Dennis Allen that opportunity and then take it away from him. With a team that's in disarray, that team had – Peter King picked him to make the Super Bowl. That was stupid. They had no expectations. They lose Jameis Winston, which is not a player he saddled his career to. The, a bunch of their players are kind of MIA. They're in a weird transition period. Michael Thomas could be gone. They've had injuries up and down the roster. I would argue he's done a lot with less, including with a guy like Chris Alave, I think they want to ride it out with with um, with him at least another year. And if you're Sean Payton, like, don't you want a fresh start? This is what Bruce Arians got once upon a time, and it led to a Super Bowl.
1: It, it was such a weird, as you said, unprecedented return. I mean, 16 seasons with it with a team, and then he kind of like had them panicking pretty much. I mean, it was during yeah. the Super Bowl last year uh where it, before the super bowl where you just kind of decided to to hang him up and they had yeah. to go they were doing all these interviews and and they they liked allen and and they they tabbed him the coach and then you know through a season's worth where they lose Jameis for a little bit and they go with Annie dalton and alvin kamara hasn't been the same and they they've dealt with a, a bunch of def- defensive injuries i, I just think it, it would be weird for him to say that like florio said today that it's the worst kept secret i i just don't buy that i, I think that that's put that that's be a little too hot takey for me like the, the the fact like to say it's it's a potential yeah i'll buy that like for sure yeah, like he, he obviously he has relationships there no doubt about it he has some great memories but you know from what we've seen from the very jump about Sean Payton returning the coaches he wants to be close to la and you know, geographically, that doesn't add up. I know it's a, a little short. It's a it's a what, probably three and a half hour flight from New Orleans to, to L.A. But I he he want and, and then he's gonna they're gonna figure out the quarterback situation before or after or like when, you know, he's not gonna bring in Tom Brady who's four, gonna be forty six years old. But he's I, trying I to know, he's, he's trying to
0: build a sustainable winner. They don't yeah. have it. They're gonna lose their top ten pick this year. Do they not have a top ten pick? They traded away last year to trade up, so mm-hmm. I, I I don't think they have their top ten pick. I, c- I could be wrong. Maybe that was last year when they traded up for I can't remember. Did they trade up for Chris Olave and now they don't have a top? Is that who the Eagles pick us through? Is through the New Orleans Saints? I think it is. I don't yeah. think they have their first yeah. round pick this year. So Sean, you can't even get the heir apparent at quarterback. You're in cap hell. A lot of your best players are on the way out, and also like you're friends with Dennis Allen and his family. And you're just going to come back into town and say, no, no, Dennis, you're the defensive coordinator <laughs> again. Like the right. coaching fraternity, that's not a good look. Plus, he's like, going to Jay Leno it. Remember, Jay Leno left the Tonight Show yes, and gave Conan O'Brien, Dennis <laughs> Allen. Come on, now. Here's what I. Here's what I. Here's what I will say. It's like winning a Super Bowl in New Orleans when they had never won anything meant more than going to San Francisco and winning their fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. Going to Arizona and winning a Super Bowl for the team that has the longest championship drought in all sports. It's like when what's his name went to the Cubs and they built a winner, Theo Epstein. That's yeah. what it would be like. You're legendary. Anybody can go to the Roonies and win, with all due respect to Mike Tomlin. Anybody can go to New England. You go to a franchise like New Orleans and then subsequently Arizona and win with the Bidwells that have never won anything consistently. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, it doesn't matter that another coach may have three or four championships. You are immortalized. You've got titles where nobody – the Saints were the Aints. They wore bags over their heads. They're back to being the Aints with all due respect to Dennis Allen. So I wonder if that makes a difference. You get everything in Arizona. You get the weather. You get the quarterback. You get the draft pick. Hopefully you get to handpick your own GM a la Jeff Ireland, and you have a chance to win where nobody else has won ever. And it's a division, by the way. You talk about non-sustainability at quarterback. You're you're going to get Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, right? Who are I'm, Trey, Brock Purdy's playing well this year? But let's contextualize it: Geno Smith potentially, or like a rookie, and then what's left of Matthew Stafford yeah. in the twilight years of his career? Yeah, yeah like a reanimated perfect. corpse of Matthew yeah. Stafford. Animated, <laughs> right? <laughs> that that you're you're in a position where you can come in and, and win right away. You can't do that,
1: in yeah. New Orleans. Derek, John, uh, tell me more about it. Cam Jordan is, is a unrestricted free agent. Yeah. Michael Went to Chandler high school. Done. He's told, Oh, no, I'm talking like, let's get Peyton here. We'll bring oh, Jordan sorry. in for the twilight of his career. Kind of a JJ Watt Whatever edition. Wants. Whatever does. Every uh, everything right on and off the field. He'd be a nice rotational pass rusher for the Cardinals. I'm here for that.
0: Absolutely. For the people, Real quick for the people who think we're too negative now at the end of the year. First of all, have you watched this team, if they hire Sean Payton, I will celebrate every waiver wire move like it's the Super Bowl. I will overblow <laughs> every acquisition. No, no, there no matter it is. How there little, it is. They sign X player from the CFL or from the XFL for the vet minimum. Championship. Championship. Yeah. Get ready to tolerate. He's Jackson. the next Marcus intoler- Colston. Work. I'm he's telling you. <laughs> he, he, he's seen comps to Jimmy Graham. It's unbelievable. Every draft pick they have, if it's a running back, will be compared to Kamara. It, uh, it will be Injected we'll into the, my veins. We'll go on that journey together, Bo.
1: Yeah, we will. We'll be Thelma
0: and Louise holding hands, oh, driving in live. the
1: converter. <laughs>
0: but there is no cliff with Sean Payton. There's only a cliff with Cliff Kingsbury, and we've reached it. We're down at the bottom in flames. Oh, there oh, it is. No.
1: It it does seem bad,
0: doesn't it? I I mean, just look. at Bidwell. Mike, it's just written think all over his face. I'm gonna wear my red suit. First of all, the 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 first of the confidence of Mike to wear that suit on a night where it's Trace McSorley versus Tom Brady, and you've won one home game in 14 months. You gotta have some confidence in yourself. Like I'm wearing this red suit tonight. I'm going out on top. <laughs> I'm not getting heckled by nobody and my coach is terrible, and we can't win at all. It's like he didn't know. He's like, I I have to be serious while wearing this velvet jacket. I have to be dead (laughs) serious. Look (laughs)
1: Look
0: at me. Talk about that. What's going on with DeAndre Hopkins liking a tweet? Do we need to talk Uh about that? I think I saw in the chat earlier that somebody said it was Photoshopped. Is that
1: possible? I mean, then also there was the conversation that he was having with James Connor, James Connor, who had uh, no decorations on his wall or his shelves while he was being profiled on hard knocks. It it looked like the loneliest mansion outside of cliff Kingsbury's paradise Valley place. at least get, at least get some, uh, some lion art up on, on the walls. My friend, I mean, (laughs) those are going to be on eBay so fast in two months. Those lion prints. (laughs) Come on, he's gonna he's gonna get a he's gonna get a buyout where he can buy all the lion art That's he true. his little heart desires desires. That's true. No, but uh it, it was interesting. I mean, as far as so yeah, Jackson's saying he unliked it. He unliked it. So somebody that, must have that said feels hey, more plausible. I had an accidental like uh the other day. I was just scrolling Twitter uh, and I unliked. No, I mean it was nothing. It was harmless. It was whatever. But yeah. I noticed how easily it is, especially when you're scrolling on the app. Do you think that's a possibility or is it? No, uh, It has his name yeah. in it.
0: If it was like it, like an ad for like Applebee's appetizers, something. whoops, you know what? I'm more of a TGI Fridays guy and you keep scrolling. Can't let my allegiance uh, TGI Fridays go uh, under, under the gun here. No, it has his name on it. He probably searched his name on Twitter, which, you know, some people are known to do. Not this guy. I never do that. And then, and then he, he liked these. Like, oh yeah, could be on the move. Definitely okay. a possibility. Thanks, NFL so, rumors.
1: So we got pick and spreads confirmed. D- hop liked it, so it was. It wasn't just a photoshopped on it. So it was the NFL rumors tweet Thank you for that pick saying and spread? Yeah. So that, and I think do we still have it, Jacob? Do we still have the the tweet? It, it you, you might unlike it, but it, it lives forever on the internet. Well, we just uh, we were literally live is. two hours ago. Yeah. With uh, not many wide receivers on the market in the offseason, a name to watch is Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins, as the team reportedly could unload some contracts this offseason. So,
0: you know, with with what he said was... That's not even bad, bad, though. Like, it it would be bad if it was like Cardinals are in disarray and need to move DeAndre Hopkins ASAP to save his career. If he liked that, just like Cardinals could be going in a different direction, DeAndre Hopkins could be moved because he's being paid a lot of money. Get this: If DeAndre Hopkins was making Greg Dortch money, D Hop would be a Cardinal next year. No, no chance he would be moved. But I, I, I don't read too much into that.
1: I mean, 22 as far as how you deal and how you trade, and when you've got twenty two million of thirty million that's due to him next season, or his cap number thirty and his dead money's twenty two, it gets a little tricky as
0: far as trying to deal with these guys. So they'd have to figure something out cap wise. Well, here's my take on it. If you get something back that can help you win short term and long term, if you get a second round pick, that's like this is starter minimum the next four years that we think can be good and extend. We don't know who the player is going to be, but we're getting a second round pick cost controllable. OK, you consider that. But it's like we're we're unloading salary. We're doing a Dallas Cowboy. We're giving Amari Cooper away. Who's had a great year in Cleveland, by the way, for a mm-hmm. fifth round pick. Hell no, yeah. I'm not doing that awful because again, you're not going to be better without DeAndre Hopkins next year, presumably. And you don't build for the future with that. Even well, and if I'm making the pick, if, if it's
1: Sean Payton, it's, it's like you said, every waiver wire, you're going to celebrate it. If every move you'll just be like, you'll, you'll paint yeah, it as, totally as a positive. Yeah. He, look at this genius. Unloading salary, and he's gonna he's gonna go find somebody. He's gonna go find the next Mike Thomas,
0: put him in the slot. Yeah. Next slot king. I mean, think about have, do you do you remember a Saints draft bust while he was there? Like a high profile first round Saints draft bust. Like on the especially on the offensive side, I cannot think of any that were just complete whiffs. Like maybe Reggie Bush. Like they took Reggie Bush um, yeah. right behind Mario Williams, but they I mean, they won a Super Bowl with Reggie. Had that big game in Chicago, like literally everything he touches turns to gold on offense. They usually would spend their high pay. Here's what's great with Sean Payton. Not to get off topic, he could take like day two, three picks and make them stars. And then what would they always do in the first round? They would draft defensive players. They would draft pass rushers. They would trade up because Sean would be like, "Just give me a bunch of spare parts of undrafted free agents, and I'll make them stars." Cause I don't remember too many for like Marcus Colston, Jimmy Graham. Kamara was a third round pick Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. uh, He was a first rounder, but he ended up being pretty good. I, I don't remember too many, like, and then they took their lineman in the second and third round. God, yeah. I want him so bad. Please um, come, yeah, on. come on. I'm Mark looking Colston. at it, man. I mean, I'm going back five years
1: and it's looking pretty okay. solid. Um Hit me with a draft bust on offense
0: that he took
1: early. I'm looking. I mean, the third round pick Traquan Smith might be uh, the the leader in the clubhouse right now, and that's not bad. That's not. I mean he he was like a wide receiver three for them. He was a that pick was probably
0: like pick 100 because they were picking late in the third. Look at this. Look at Jackson's tweet or Jackson's comment right here. Cooks, right? Which Brandon Cooks has been grossly underrated. Jimmy Graham, Mm -hmm. Marcus Colston. The the Lattimore draft when they picked ahead of the Cardinals, the Patrick Mahomes draft is one of the greatest drafts yeah, in recent memory. When they got Michael Thomas, they've got Ryan Ramchek. Was he in that draft? They had like three stud players consecutive. It was like the Cardinals' 0-4 draft with Fitz and Darnold Dockett and um, Carlos Dansby. That's what it was like that that 2000 must have been 2017 draft. It's pretty
1: sick, man. I'm just going. These are these are pretty good.
0: I just, I can't, when I, when I can't think of a time quality pick and then it's the flip for, for Sean Payton, I can't think of any of your busts. There's a yeah. reason you're a champion, you're a winner. I just, mm-hmm. and, and again, everybody feels like we're pushing our eggs onto the, the Payton basket. No, we're just, we're, we're starting at the top. If Jim Harbaugh signed with this team tomorrow, I'll be over the moon for it. Because I do think Jim Harbaugh parallels, this team parallels a lot of what he dealt with in San Francisco. He won with quarterback play that was in flux a little bit. Alex Smith off of injuries hurt thrown to the corner. NFC title game back to back years taking Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl. Taking they had a bunch of first round picks. Patrick Wills hadn't won anything when he got there. He elevated all those players. I couldn't I could not wait to see what he would do with somebody like Zaven Collins and Isaiah Simmons. They're just this team has been both poorly constructed but also poorly coached to the point where like I don't know who the good players are. I want, I yeah. think I do. But I, yeah. I don't know how great they can be.
1: You guys, that guys that can play, you know, 70 to 80 to 100% of the snaps, but as far as their impact, you mm-hmm. you, you, you can't undeniably say, hey, like Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins are are, are, are killing guys on a down-to-down basis. So you need those guys. You need those killers you know, out there. Second right? defense. You, you have no idea yeah. what you – Right. Exactly. Uh, but, I mean – Gets me giddy. I, I, like I said earlier today, I just hope we're not setting the fan base up to have their it's heart removed from their chest. A if, when she, it's, a it's a Yeah. Vegas is saying, I mean, bookies.com has him as the favorite. The Cardinals is the favorite right now. And, and again, who, if you missed this earlier with the mm-hmm. Durant
0: stuff, Durant was never available. Oh, as far as Kevin Durant? Yeah, because everything responded to your tweet. Like ooh, right. man, we went through this with the Suns and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant right. plays for the same team because the Nets said we're not trading you. If if the Saints say Dennis Allen's our head coach, then they're going to trade him. He's leaving.
1: Right. As far as like if if he was, that was that was the whole thing, right? I mean, not a, not every single all the odds are going to go the right way. But as far as who's the the logical favorite, you know, Vegas is going to be all over that. They're not just going right. to try to conjure up Cardinals money, like Cardinals fan base money. It's not going to net them the biggest,
0: biggest uh, amount of like money's coming in. Do you? You're in the business of making money, exactly. So they they try to make even money, and the, and the Cardinals are the closest by double digits. Can we get those Sean Payton odds back up, producer Jacob? Producer Jacob made this banger of a graphic. If You haven't seen this, by the way. Look yeah. at that. Look at that! Almost even money to be the next head coach of this franchise, and then we already broke down Dallas and L.A. I'm sorry, for, are not for that. our audio listeners only.
1: It's it's plus two fifty for the Cardinals, Denver's plus four hundred, the Chargers are plus five, and so is
0: Dallas, and then the field at five fifty is your top five. There were people in this market that said that's a joke. Don't even entertain Sean Payton. He's not coming mm-hmm. here. Bidwell won't do that. Sean Payton wouldn't entertain the Cardinals. Okay, maybe that's true. We're sitting here two months later. We could be two weeks away from it happening. I mean, we could be two minutes away from an Adam Schefter rap sheet tweet that says, Michael Bidwell, Sean Payton are having dinner tonight. If all things go well, they'll culminate a trade with the New Orleans Saints to make them the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. You can't sit there and say that that's not a possibility. You can't with every get that look back up there. My, look at Michael Bidwell. You think he's tired <laughs> of this shit? You think he's tired of what it's going on? That's like, I got to get a winner in here. Damn it. That is not a face of a guy that number one is going to run it back. And number two is going to hire some OC from Detroit that has an under 500 record. That That's a guy that says, I got to spend some money to make some money. And I need a winner. Come on, Michael. You got the private jet. Now get somebody to, to pilot it with you. Get your co-pilot. He doesn't fly. It's just the private jet.
1: that's fly. the that's the. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Look, right. I mean, that's where we're. Nothing has to be said, but all he has to do is give that look, and everybody knows he's fucking fuming.
0: Again, we well, I'm sure we'll take a lot of heat because we're stirring this pot. Like, we don't know if Sean Payton's coming here, but to dismiss it, I think is. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to, to to dismiss it as not a possibility. Cuz then you're just dismissing everything. Like you're yeah. dismissing all hope for this franchise. You get Sean Payton, you have a chance to be successful for 10 years. Like everybody should be rooting for that to happen.
1: Yeah. And you shouldn't be dismissing the great work on our website, gophnx.com. We've got our Howard Balzer articles up there. He's covering the team out there with me every day. He's in the locker room. He's at the press conferences. He's at practice. He's got the insight. He's also got the Hall of Fame voting capability. He's been around this game for 40 years. He's seen it all, and he's given it to you at gophnx.com. Cardinals daily content from Howard Balzer, including – some uh, some stuff for our diehards out there. Sign up and unlock some great stories, great content from Howard Balzer. Also, you got to check out the PHNX Locker. PHNX Locker. You get some hats like Johnny and I were wearing tonight. You get some great merch, like some great shirts. Mine came in just before the holidays. I was excited to wear them around fam. They asked me, "Is that your company?" I said, "Yeah, this is PHNX." You got to get yourself some gear uh and you do as well phnxlocker.com and also sign up to be a diehard at gophnx.com. you get yourself a new shirt every year just by being a member
0: just to give you guys a little inside baseball we were chatting with producer jacob before the show and we basically out we outline every week what the shows are going to look like what we're going to do the scheduling and we said black monday that week we may go live all day every day we may go live every day because we don't know what's going to happen with this team. It's like we're putting together our draft big board for the week of Black Monday. A potential GM change, head coaching change, head coaching hire, GM hire, Michael Bidwell press conferences. You know, 24-7 content challenge with the Arizona Cardinals. My man to my left <laughs> will be at every single press conference, giving you the inside. PHNX underscore Cardinals at Bullbrock. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts like this video. Guys, we're at the finish line here. We're off tomorrow. We are back on Friday for our definitive Atlanta Falcons preview with our guy Frank Sanders in studio. In the meantime, subscribe to PHNX Sports on Twitter. We'll see you on Friday. Night, everybody.